All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is part two of Senior Kicks. How are you doing? How's it going? It's been a while. It's going all right. Yeah, no, it's, it's definitely been a hot minute, my man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Like, when was, our, when was our last conversation? That was about a month or two ago, wasn't it? It was, oh, it feels like a month or two ago. I think it was only like three weeks. Three, four-ish yeah, weeks? Yeah. Yeah, hell yeah. Have you been? Oh, man, I've I've been fully into the Jets. Oh. I Oh, man. I gotta, I gotta talk about this. I have to talk about this. I've been waiting all week to talk about this to somebody. Pierre-Luc Dubois. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Like... A man that sits in the middle of the bench, right where Tort stands. Oh, bless you, brother. Like, I know it. Like, he was so frustrated because he wanted to play and Torts wouldn't play him. So now that he's coming to Winnipeg, he's bringing that fire. He's bringing that energy. He's bringing that want to, you know, want to succeed. Now he's, like, sitting in Winnipeg with, like, Sitting there in a hotel room, two weeks to go. They just they just battled the Edmonton Oilers. Oh, they had them on the ropes. Ah! Oh, it was beautiful. Oh, it was a beautiful game. Oh, I, I couldn't be happier with the Jets. Ah, their their season right now is just Mwah! like oh. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! I, I'm horrible. I guess that makes me a horrible Canadian because like I don't follow hockey as religiously as most people in this country do, which uh, <laughs> I really should. But, well, I mean, it's uh, it's all your preference, right? Yeah. Well, like I and many people will say this as like an unfortunate thing, but I definitely cheer for the Flames. Uh, I've been cheering for them ever since '04. So <laughs> actually, funny enough, back in the day. My old email used to be using the Calgary Flames in some way. It was yeah, back yeah. in like 2009. I was like, and then the Jets came back in 2011, and I was, boom! Like that was that was my year. That was like, I have my team back. This is all I wanted from like the 90s. Is like my team back because I just moved to Winnipeg. Back in 97, back when I think the the Canadian Olympics were in Winnipeg or something. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we moved just either before that and we were at the celebration because I remember the celebration. Yeah. Um, but I don't remember where I was. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but, oh, man, just the excitement in the air was just... Oh, I love it. The the music, the crowd, the 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 energy, just the excitement of of the Olympics was just, you know, really captivating back then. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, I uh, I remember 2010 when the Winter Olympics were in Vancouver. I I was there for that. And I, oh, I was just about to ask. Oh, it's just about to ask. I got to see uh the the golden goal. Uh, no shit. Yeah. No shit. Uh, 
Oh, I would have loved to have been there. I was screaming at the TV. I was like, dogs! Like, I was screaming. Hell yeah. So I wasn't, I wasn't in the stadium. I was outside of, um, uh, what's it called? I don't remember exactly if anybody is from Vancouver and knows what I'm talking about. Oh, BC it, Place. The, yeah. Was, was it was BC like, Place? Yeah. I, was I think it was BC place, place at the time. Yeah, so I was I wasn't at the stadium or outside the stadium. I I was um, for the Vancouver listen, uh, listeners that are listening. I'm fucking so sorry for butchering your city and because I don't know the layout and don't know what this place is called. But it was like it was like a circular building. It's right by the piers, and they had these massive, massive like uh, screens on there. Yeah, showing the game live. And uh, we were out with, like, a shit ton of people. It was completely packed. And we're all, like, standing watching the game. And I remember when it happened, like, oh, man, that was, uh, that was a great day. All the cheers and everything like that. It, it's very it's very nice. It was very patriotic. I, yeah. I think we both grew. I think we both grew a, a love for our country that day. I've always had a love for this country. I just thought hockey was the fucking shit way back when. I was like, well, yeah, yeah me yeah, too. <laughs> so awesome. And, uh, like, because <laughs> I'm from Alberta, uh, like, when Iggy <laughs> um, assisted Sidney Crosby for that goal, I was so happy. About oh. that. I was like, no fucking way. Like, that was the sickest thing. Exactly. Like, Iggy's pass was. Like, how? How did you know? Yeah, it was, that was that was great. Honestly, like that that was a really really fun game to watch, and uh, yeah, no, like that's that's one of my like core memories that I've got. I guess. Like, yeah, I love that with my family and just being out and like everyone's like cheering and and uh, there's no words to describe like how elated this crowd was. It, like, we were all, like, screaming out at the top of our lungs. Like, yeah. Just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I just, I just remember watching the game either with, uh, with my family or just, you know, in the room by myself. And yeah. because I was really into sports, my mom was probably working that day or, you know, taking a drive or something. She would always like to use to take drives. Um, and I remember, you know, sitting on the bed and watching on the flat screen. And, like, I watched all of the pay-per-views that my mom bought me. Um, yeah. I was, I was sitting there watching CBC, and I'm like, yes, we're going to win this game. <laughs> we're going to win this game. And then yeah, all of a sudden, so it, it came so close. I was like... I was on the, I was literally gripping the bed. I was gripping the blankets. I was like, don't screw this up, man. We're almost there. Hell yeah. It's, uh, it's funny because for me and like, I was, I was there with my whole family. So, uh, what an amazing, that was amazing uh, memory. Oh, hell yeah. So like, uh, it's, it's funny because, um, I'm like a bad luck charm, quote-unquote, when it comes to watching sports. And the reason being is because whoever I cheer for always loses every time I watch. 
right? And every time I watched the Canadian game, they lost uh, during the Olympics. So, like, I was out there with my family, and my cousin and my dad, they're just like, don't look at the screen. Like, you have to turn around so that they win. So I'm just like, like, I'm not superstitious, but I was just like, I know what you all are talking about. And I turned my head away. I, and as I turned back, that's when Icky passed to Sydney, and that's when the goal happened. I was just like, bro, so we're fucking right. <laughs> <laughs> as if, man, it was like, it's like you, you did. Oh, that's an amazing memory. But you just saw the reaction. You got to witness the reaction. No, I turned away, and when I looked back and saw the pass, I was like, it's going to happen. And then oh, yeah. So I, I saw the goal. Uh, was, <laughs> I saw the pass, I saw the goal, and I saw the goal. Uh, but, I, but it was funny because like, my dad and my cousins were just like, you got to turn away. You got to turn away. It was just like, oh, shit, okay, I'll do, I'll do it. And then I did, and then they won. <laughs> so, so um, yeah, no, that was, that was pretty funny. I'm not a superstitious guy to begin with. But I thought that was hilarious. Well, being a, a superstitious Jets fan, I literally have to listen to them on the radio on yeah. literally uh, 680. If Jets fans Jets fans that know exactly what the heck I'm talking about. Hell yeah. Uh, and I have to wear at least my my jersey at some point. I have to wear it at some point. I have to take it off, though. I can't wear it for the whole game or else they lose. Hell yeah. Like, Fair enough. Uh, like, listening to, listening to the Edmonton game. Oh, that was, that was, oh. It was, it was just, it was just a battle each way. It was just a, it was a symphony. It was beauty. I cheer for the Flames and they're doing, they, they look pretty good right now. Uh. I haven't watched the games, unfortunately, but, uh, but, uh, yeah. We kind of have a beef with you. That's all right. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, have you, have, did you watch the first game of, did you watch the first game? I did, I did take notes. Uh, no, unfortunately, I, I haven't been able to, to watch any of the games because we're, but, uh, I, uh, no, I, I look at the scores during the games. And yeah. Happening, so. Yeah. So yeah. I track it too. That's that's what I do. I tra- I track it on my phone, and then I also watch the stats on like Sportsnet or whatever live. I watch yeah, the stats change. I really yeah. actually like. Um, I've always personally wanted to be a goalie. Yeah. So growing up. Uh, I always loved watching Patrick Waugh. Yeah. Patrick Waugh playing was... <clears throat> that was a, he just knew. He, he, could, he could manipulate people. He had a way of looking at people. It was just his eye contact. It was this... It's like, where are you going? It's like, I'm not even looking at the puck. I'm looking at you. It's like, I don't even need to look at the puck. I need to look at you. <laughs> yeah, I remember seeing this uh, this sports documentary on the Discovery Channel way, way back when. So they put eye tracking on, like, goalies. And uh, it's really, really cool to see where their eyes track. Yeah. And how different each goalie is, depending. So, 
Yeah, I thought that was like super cool. Yeah, it's a tough sport. I I I quite enjoy watching it. Uh, would love to see another live game. Hopefully that happens soon. So yeah. yeah, well I mean, also the also going back to the topic, it's like the golden game. It's like you got pulled out of your crease. Yeah, that that's <laughs> plain and simple. You got pulled out of your crease, and then you were in a bad position. That was it. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So hopefully we'll be able to all watch a, watch a proper <sighs> game soon. I miss um, I miss watching games. I miss going to Man, my first my first actual game like that I went to oh, just to hear the roar of the crowd. Everybody's yeah. screaming, Go Jets, go go Jets go and it didn't matter how loud I was it was just it was like a symphony when you stepped into the building in 2011 it was just well no I didn't even step into the building in 2011 I stepped into the building 2013 yeah because it was my it was my (laughs) it was my victory lap in high school the victory lap. Yeah, I, I took a couple more courses after high school. Oh, fair, fair enough. So I was like, I'm coming back for grade thirteen. I'm not. I don't. I don't know what you guys are like getting all sad about. It's like I technically graduated in 2013. Yeah. But I mean, my school didn't want to acknowledge the fact that I graduated in 2013. Okay. But I mean, oh well. <laughs> I didn't know you graduated in 2013. because you're older than me, right? Well, no, I fully graduated with my with my GED with okay. in 2012. I just went for yeah. back for a victory lap for more courses. Okay. Okay. I finished my high school career with like 49 out of 35 credits. Like it was <clears throat> Like I took way too many courses. That's fair. That's fair. Hell yeah. I love to yeah. learn. I love to learn. Yeah, that's why I love yeah. being around you. It's like every every situation is like a lesson with you. I love it. <laughs> I, I think that definitely comes from like the, uh, the 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 instructor in me. That definitely does. Because <laughs> uh, you know me, like I love to teach. So yeah. Uh, yeah well, and, and uh, it's it's that's where I grew my love of teaching was to hear you speak about teaching. So I'm gonna I'm gonna oh, give yeah. you like. How, how however long you want to you know speak on the on teaching but I mean like I want to hear you speak about how what does it what does teaching mean to you like as a person like what does what does teaching somebody and you know manipulating their you know thought process or like you know persuading you know thought or you know how do you how do you balance you know politics with professionalism how do you you know how do you kind of play that word jujitsu in the classroom i want to kind of hear you know a teacher aspect kind of yeah so for me personally and what i believe that teaching should be is that you should be a mentor to somebody and you should inspire somebody um doesn't it doesn't matter how little or how much you inspire them you should inspire them just uh, in general to just be better 
Right. Um, a little context, I think, for the audience. Um, and like I'll, I'll just open up a little bit more because now I'm a little bit more comfortable with, uh, with the platform. So I'm currently like uh, active military. So uh, I, I gained a lot of experience, obviously, through like what I did back then with, uh, <clears throat> with Mix. And uh, with my experience being in the military now that uh, I've, I've been in it for, for a while, Oh God, too long. <laughs> but uh, I, I believe that, like I said, a teacher should be a mentor and should inspire people. Uh, how politics doesn't really play into our job a lot, surprisingly enough. <laughs> um, but there is a certain way that you should go about yourself and how the image, quote unquote, that you portray is going to be inflected onto your students so for me like i remember my my like master corporals and my instructors back then and i try to emulate them the best i can and that's where i got my teaching style is like i i want um like my candidates to basically try to emulate the best version that i can present to them uh, I believe that all teachers should do that, and I believe that there are a lot of great teachers that that already do that and uh, already do their best with uh, with students and shit like that. So yeah, that's that's my opinion on that. <laughs> oh, what a beautiful opinion! Oh, <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Man, that's what I that's what I've always that's what I've always you know held close close to my heart. Is, you know, why not treat people the way you want to be treated? You know what I mean? That's true. It's um, like, if I'm being calm and I'm being, you know, relaxed and, you know, I can speak from the heart and I'm, yeah. I feel like I can speak from the heart with you. Um, but I mean, it's, it's a mental battle with me. Is because you know the the things I've gone through in the past really have affected me, and uh, going through the pandemic was really hard for me. Yeah. No, it's been difficult all over. You know? Yeah, like it's been difficult for a, for a lot of people. But I mean, going back in the episodes, you can really kind of hear in my voice the 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 hurt, the pain, you know. There's not really confidence. There's not really confidence in what I'm saying. I'm, yeah. you know, I'm jumping all over the place. Um, having somebody that's so professional and you know sits sits properly and you know looks looks at me, you know, con like eye contact, you know, that that means something to me. Like your body, yeah. your body gesture is completely open to you know conversation and i can see that yeah. and for the for the context of the viewers is uh kicks and i are actually doing video chat because we both prefer to actually you know look at each other while uh while we have a good conversation so then we can read facial gestures we can understand posture we can understand where each other are coming from like what is 
you know, our our manner. You know what I mean? Yep, mannerisms go a, lot, a long way. Obviously, that's because of, uh, what do you call it? <clears throat> uh, <laughs> wow, the word is escaping me right now because I'm just like, whoa. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it's physical communication, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, because you can definitely, you can garner a lot from, from mannerisms and stuff like that. Yeah. Right? And I, I personally prefer that. Uh, and unfortunately, because of the pandemic, you know, you, you don't get a whole lot of that uh, that face-to-face interaction. But at least, you know, it's face camera to face, yeah. which is nice. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I mean, uh, to, yeah. to, to reminisce and go back, I, mm. I, I'm sorry, I have to. 2012-2013 was was absolutely the the star star bright starlight of my life like i was i was at the top i was i was where i wanted to be that was that was who i wanted to be was just you know somebody of leadership that was you know listened to and you know to to actually have people go Okay, this is you know this is the rules. The, these these are the rules he's setting out for us, and these are the guidelines that he's set out for us. You know, some flights you know understood that. Some flights, you know, didn't quite understand how I was trying to lead them. So they yeah. they required a lot more you know, um, hand to hand teaching. You know what I mean? It's like they're the way they um, the it's not to put anything down on my staff. They, they were comp like they were competent. Um, they were, you know, up to par, they were exceeding par. I'm, I'm just a dude, you know, standing in front of you going, Hey, I'm, I'm noticing, you know, a few things, uh, like constructive, like it, it was really how to learn how to come at people, you know, in that, constructive criticism way and then it's like not being too critical and not being too it's it's playing that word jujitsu it's choosing the words that you want to say very selectively like so yeah if i could you know a little, speak a little bit more um i know we have to get back to the topic on hand um but just to you know ex- expand on what your philosophy is is just to treat everybody with you know respect to treat everybody with professionalism there is that you know connection between people that we need to connect again like Absolutely. there's a connection that you know we can't get over these technologies like we can text a certain way and then you know to a certain point somebody's going to say something you know, that's going to, yeah. you know, upset the other person. And, you know, it's, it's, that's why during COVID, I really, you know, reverted back to my old way of just being an introvert, you know, being, you know, within myself, staying within myself and, you know, not over speaking my bounds. And then, you know, to hear what people are saying to, to, you know, go through the whole pandemic as a whole like not to go too far into politics but i mean it's it's a it's a word jujitsu thing you kind of play with it's like how how far of how far of a political view do i want to go into and then you know i'm i'm a certain way you know what i mean it's like i don't want to 
you know, put on a mask and then, you know, all of a sudden it's like, eh, like, do you think I switched masks? It's like, no, I'm still wearing the same mask. Like, I'm, hello, it's still me. Like, I don't understand. It's like communication between technology is just, it's like, we need to understand how we communicate with technology. It's, it's really interesting is like how much we rely on it, but that's going way off topic. So I'll bring it back. I could, I could see the disappointment in your face going, you're going off topic, man. Like I gotta say something. Oh, I'm not disappointed. Don't worry about that. No, no. but you're right. You're right. Um, Technology has, has really gone quite quite a ways, and just to, uh, to pedal back on your comments about uh, about criticism and, and teaching, um, like I've learned the best way to give give criticism, at least in my own opinion, is to have uh, uh, a criticism sandwich. <laughs> what do you mean a crit? So, like, are you gonna like I'll, you're gonna? I'll You'll explain, explain it? Okay. Sorry. I'm, yeah, I'm getting ahead so, of you. All good. So, criticism sandwich. Uh, or BAB. <laughs> so, you want to go with the bad, you want to go with the achievements, and then you want to end with the bad. Right? Um, that way, like, you acknowledge the great that uh, an individual does, but you still push out the point that these are parts to improve yeah right? uh, and i found that that was the best way to uh to instruct somebody into doing better and being the best uh, yeah. that they can be Absolutely. and uh <clears throat> to to speak on that point um sure the the teaching style that i did um was very open i don't know if you if you remember, but I mean, I, we hung out, I showed you around most of the first day. Yeah. You, you held my hand the entire time. Yeah. <laughs> like, know? not literally, but yeah, yeah no, like I, hand, uh, I showed you, I showed you around base and you know, that's, that's the person I remember. That's the person I can't, you know, knock. That's the yeah. inspiration that I got was, the inspiration that I got from 2012 and 2013 was just not from myself. It was from my cadets in, in 2012, all, you know, 35. And then, you know, three intakes of that. That's like uh, math 90 ish. Yep. So that, yeah. it's like, I, I went through, you know, somewhere around 90 to 100 kids that summer. Yeah. And I, yeah. I still look back in my notes, and I still have the notes of uh, my flight sergeant that was like, this kid did this, this kid this, this, this kid did this. Like, she was very, like, on top of her, she always took notes. She was very... She just had it together, like, and we, I, 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 I was, I was just, I was in awe of her. 
like my flight sergeant in in 2012 was just she knew what she was doing she was a huge inspiration to me and like i really want to speak about this because it was actually inspirational to me the way she spoke to me was you know not you know you're you're a dude i'm you know i'm female it's like no we're working as a team this is a team effort this is like hey do i know this person you may know this person they did come back 2013 i do believe unless they quit and it was her sister i believe oh okay then yeah i do know okay because like I, like the entire time you're talking about it i was just like i like i know who this is right <laughs> i believe i believe you do I, know who this is but i mean she was i believe she was uh a flight sergeant again the following year yeah yeah i know exactly who it is then. yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I could, I could see, I could see the excitement in your face, and I really wanted to clue into it. I was like, "What, what, what do you, what do you, what are you vibing here?" Like, what? Yeah. I was like, "Ah, there's a question here." I'm so sorry. No, I just needed to like confirm that in my head because, like, I was like, "Oh fuck, I know exactly who you're talking about." So, yeah. Yeah, keep going. Keep going. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just, uh, she, she inspired me. Like the 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 interactions we used to have day to day was you're in charge of the males, I'm in charge of the females. We get this shit done together. That's easy. Yeah. I got the males done, she got the females done. It was a team effort, it was fabulous. We lost a sergeant out and then we had a replacement and the replacement was oh my another oh another beautiful beautiful soul that was also of the opposite gender ah like i just had two female teachers and it was it was absolutely amazing in 2012 i was like oh just teach me your philosophy let me just like stand here and just and like the way they just worked together was just stuff got done. Hell yeah. That that was it. That was it was like me doing the me making sure at least the males were good, like that was it. They got the females like print like we won top flight, I believe, back in uh the last intake of twenty twelve. We won like top barracks or top we won like one of the flags and Oh, just the excitement. Everybody just, I, I, I was on parade and I just, I jumped. I literally jumped and I was like, ah, like I was on sick, I was on sick parade, but I mean, like, it was just like, yes, my team did it. Like my team did it. That's, oh, I love the team aspect. It's like, I love cheering for a team. Like teams are, you know, just a, a group of people that you just, you know, get together and it's just, you chill out. Like you just hang out. You, you know, you know, you talk trash. You just like, you know, you, you, you poke fun. You talk trash. It's just, it's just a team. That's, that's what a team is. It's just people you can get together and just really just bounce ideas off of and bounce philosophy. And, you know, 
Who cares if you're right or wrong? Stop pulling out your phone. Like, slap it down. Like, get out of here. Like, just talk. I want to I want to hear what you have to say. Like, hear what you had to eat. Like, describe how you cooked it. Like, teaching is, is a miss these days. Like, a lot of people just withhold information because they want to be so private. But, I mean, I'm just asking a simple question. Like, I just want to know how you're doing. Like, I'm just, you know, poking a little bit of fun. I'm just, you know, I try and joke every day. I try and, you know, slip a joke or, you know, uh, and then, you know, I hear, you know, controversial thoughts. And it's like, I'm just trying to joke around. <laughs> like, that's all I'm trying to do is just have a good time. Like, having a good time to me is just a good use of my time. As a, as a child... Let me, well, I mean, I know you want to, you want to speak about oh, no, uh, no, no, no. the going, date, but I mean, going. it's, uh, no, no, keep going. it's good. just, is... I, I've going up back on the topic of reminiscing. It's like, that's the, that's the main topic of all four episodes was reminiscing. Like the first episode with you was absolutely amazing. I couldn't, you know, say any great thing about you because you know that's what I needed I needed that friend to go you know what let's just you know hit record just do it like let's just record let's do it let's you know pump out the first episode and let's just you know do it and we did it and I, I produced it and I'm like I'm a producer <laughs> Hell yeah. like yeah, to, the, I, I enjoyed listening to that. yeah like just I took a picture of the screen, of the loading screen for the loading of the podcast up to my my feed. And, sorry, I'm going to have to get water soon. Um, Stay here. <laughs> uh, I'm getting pasty. I might have to go for another bowl, too. Um, because I want to go back into my, like, childhood philosophy. Like, what I was taught back when I was a, when I was a kid, because it's just... I had so many beautiful teachers. Oh, like, and when I mean beautiful teachers, I mean like of both genders. I don't care. Like, if you taught me something, you taught me something. Exactly. Because I didn't, I didn't write things down. I didn't, yeah. you know. I didn't choose to write things down because I wanted to remember them. I remember specific dates. I remember, you know, specific places. I remember specific people. I remember, you know, my memory has been my best tool. Fair. And, you know, my memory goes back to, like, 2002. Shut the fuck up. God damn it. Fucking rattle bullshit. Like, stop putting fucking mufflers on your shit. Just because you have, just because you put a fucking muffler on it, doesn't mean it gives it that much more horsepower. You're getting like, in like fifty ish, like you really gotta bore the tube to like at least get at least you know proficiency out of it. Like you gotta go high end if you're gonna at least do an exhaust. Like, sorry, but I mean going back to the childhood philosophy, it's like. I just wanted to have a good time. That's all I wanted to do was have a good time. That's what my yeah. that's what my father instilled on me when I was very young. Yeah. Was 
you can do what you want. Full set. And that's, that's so true. Um, for me, like, I, I didn't, uh, didn't really develop a, a, a great teaching style until... Man, the, like, the uh, one time I want to record! It's all good. No, God I, damn I don't, it! Don't worry about it. It's all good. It's all good. I mean, um, tis a pandemic. For, uh, for me, uh, I think you probably have a different opinion than, than what I'm about to say, but, uh... I I look back and I definitely don't think that I was a fucking great instructor at all. <laughs> when all the way back when, I definitely became uh, a way way better um, leader and instructor as I as I progressed in my military career. But uh, again, that's that's just uh, that's just my opinion of it. <laughs> I. Uh, I don't know what to really say beyond that, though, because um, it did take a while to to get me into a place where I'm very much comfortable in in teaching nowadays, uh, given given my position. But yeah, <laughs> that uh... <laughs> hell yeah, that's 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 a chunky. Uh, bottle of water right there <laughs> you gotta get your two liters a day man amen <laughs> anyways that's uh, that was just my opinion on on how i've developed my teaching style i i don't i don't necessarily have one person that gave me the inspiration to do this and that it was definitely an amalgamation of, uh, of different people that came into my life um when I, when I joined the military. So, yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's the thing is like, I grew up in the military. That's where I did yeah. most of my growing was I joined before my 12th birthday. Like I was, I was there at 11. Yeah. Like I was, uh, yeah. I was 11, 11 and like, my birthday was like the next weekend and they were going on a trip on the Thursday and they were like, you're going to, you're going to be joining on the weekend. Like, why not just, you know, offer the kids if they want to go on the trip to go on the trip. And yeah. they took us on the trip and it's like, this is awesome. Yeah. yeah. Let me, is this every year? Like, do we do this every year? Like, my squadron really went full send. Like, they went full send, full quality, like, everything teaching, like, was, you know, instilled. Like, you had a proper way to be. Like, you had to be, you had to be professional. There yeah. was no yelling. But, I mean, there was yelling in a const constructive way. It's like, yeah. if we messed up, we messed up. If he kept telling us, like, over and over and over and over again, yeah, you kind of you get a little bit frustrated the more you start to repeat yourself. And yeah. that's, that's, what I, that's what I find is when I start speaking to people and really, you know, expressing my opinion, 
and really diving deep into the mindset that is Mix, it's just, it's mixed thoughts. Like, it's, it's mixed, it's mixed opinions, it's mixed, like, it's... I got a I got a mix of everything. Like it was a mix mix of life. It was, you know, um going throughout my employment, you know, learning the job industry. Learning what a job was and what a career was was really a big difference for me. Like Working in retail first and working in food was, it was both retail and food because you sold the product and you also improved your customer service because you told them about newer, you know, you you know, shit, my cat just distracted me. Um, (laughs) You told them about newer products, like you tried to upsell. You tried to, you know, yeah. it's like, hey, have you, t- you like, you, you tried this? Have you tried that? Like, it's it's a really weird taste, but, I mean, it's it's almost similar. You might enjoy it. Like, and, you know, some people would actually be like, you know what, that sounds good. I'll try that. And I was like, okay, get the more expensive option. <laughs> Both, and I've, I've never worked in, in retail or anything like that. Uh, that's my, uh. Uh, adult career has been in uh, in the forces. <laughs> Unfortunately, I, I do want to expand my uh, <clears throat> my breadth of, of of life experience beyond that because obviously I'm not just a well, you yeah know, one burst of fireworks. But uh, yeah, but I mean, like, what do you do, what do you what do you do day to day? Like, I know you have a dog. Please yeah, so tell I, me about the puppy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, she's right beside me right now. She is a golden retriever and a Labrador retriever mix. She's six months old tomorrow, and uh, yeah, tomorrow. She's six tomorrow, yeah. That's fun. Oh yeah, because you're <laughs> yeah. The love of my life. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> tomorrow. So, yeah. Her birthday, so um, her name is Pronto. Uh, I, Sorry, what? I her name, uh, like my my dog. Yeah. Uh, her, her her name is Pronto. Pronto. She was born. Okay. Um. Sorry. I just wanted to hear you correctly. I I didn't know if I heard the name correctly, so I just wanted you to repeat it. Sorry. Oh, good. Yeah. Uh, her name is Pronto. She was born on the twenty seventh of July. Yeah. Okay. Uh, 27th of July, and I picked her up, I believe, the 2nd of September, when she was seven weeks. Yeah. Uh, seven weeks, or just about to hit eight weeks. And uh, she's in training right now to be a, uh, a therapy dog. So, hey. Yeah. How's that, how's that training going? Training's going really well. Yeah. Um, she's very very smart she she's picked up a lot in uh the six months that or the few months that i've had her yeah and i was very fortunate that so when she was four weeks old we were able to uh we were able to see her so yeah the 
they they let us see the puppies the first time that they opened their eyes. Yeah. Uh, and that was purely like a huge bonding thing. Yeah, that was that was um what they call um imprinting, I believe. Yep. You're imprinting. Yep. So, exactly. So I I imprinted on her and she took right away. Uh, I'm not gonna lie, the first uh, two weeks of, of having her were. Oh man, <laughs> uh, she would cry all the time. But like that it makes Aww. sense for all dogs. Yeah. As as uh, as everybody knows, once you get a puppy, you're ripping them from their uh, from their kennel. So obviously, like they're gonna be like, "What the fuck is going on? Who's yeah. at me?" But the first two weeks were kind of rough. She'd cry all the time. Um, but since then, absolute absolute sweetheart. Yeah. Super smart. Um, she. She picks things up very well. Yeah. Uh, we what? were going through. So Sorry, go let me let me just slip in here. Yeah, yeah, I just ahead. wanted to uh, wanted to ask, like being a animal father myself, <laughs> wherever the little fucker is, I don't know. He's he's got like multiple hiding spots, especially since I since I rearranged my living room. I was like, yeah. This, this is the middle of my floor. My coffee table is literally barricaded up against my door because I don't want anybody in. I'm like, just stay out. Like, that's just the mentality. It's like, just... It stays out there, I stay in here. That's it. Yeah. That's how I have it. It's like, it's out there, I'm in here. That's it. Full send. Full send. But I mean, like... um. Speaking about, like, therapy animals is, uh, okay. when I first got Puma, I'll say his name because, well, he's my Puma. Um, that, that was his name from the kennel. Um, okay. when I rescued him, fucking shit, it's not even that much snow and you're running the fucking plows. Are you fucking kidding me? That's all right. It's okay. It's all right. <laughs> God damn. I mean, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, it's just shit I have to listen to, man. It's just constant. Um, it's all good. It's all good. It's really annoying at times, but anyways, um, can you re- remind me of topic? <laughs> You're about to say something about being a, a pet father. Yes, pet father. Um, being a pet father, and you know, oh right, I was speaking when I first got him. Um, When I first saw him, that was it. Yeah. I was like, this is a kitten that doesn't know where he is. Yeah. This is a kitten that is scared as crap to where he is he doesn't know what is going on yeah he doesn't know you know just doesn't know he just doesn't know like he just i have photos of him just laying in the middle of the of the you know viewing area they used to have for him i was like yeah. Oh, great. So you, you made a zoo out of it. Great. Okay. Oh, look at the little kitties on the other side of the glass. Hello. Like, oh, yay, something you can have, but, you know, you have to, you know, pay, pay yeah. fees. 
But I mean, like, when I actually put him put in an application in for him, I was the only yeah. one. Oh. I was the only applicant. Oh, damn. He was a, I believe. Please don't fucking fall from there. Sometimes the way he lays his head is is restricting his airway. And then sometimes he really goes limp, and I'm like, uh, 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 no, 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 not tonight. <laughs> anyways, you're but anyways, um, like when I first saw him in in the, I'll call it a cage because they called it the cage. Um, it's just he was lost. And yeah. when you know, I'll call her the you know the the confused one brought him out to me. Um, there was just an instant connection. Hell yeah. Like he, he slunked across the, across the bench, smelled me, smelled my, my presence. And so I was like, Nope, that's it. I'm, I'm here. And, like the confused one looked at me and was like, "He's never done that with anybody." Hell yeah! And I'm like, "Bull!" He just sniffed the edge of the wall. That's it. Yeah. He's impaired. He's he's. I don't think there's depth perception. I think. Yeah. Um when he was growing up um, or, you know, as he grew up, there was a lot of laser pointers. Yeah. And, you know, the accidental boop right in the, oof, with a cat's vision. Oof. And also, like, he also likes to go up in the window and stare at the open sign on the, at the bar that's on the corner. Yeah. So I don't know if he's been staring at the open sign going, Open, open. I'm wondering if he's like going open food, open food. I want food. Meow, I want food. <laughs> like, like being a cat father is just entertaining because it's just an intellectual battle. It's like, what do you want? I want this. You stay over there. If you come near me, there's gonna, there's, I'm gonna move in a certain way that's gonna, you know, impair what you're doing. So you need to move out of my vicinity before I accidentally do something that, you know, is going to severely hurt you. Yeah. I, uh, I haven't had that, obviously, because she's a dog. Well, yeah. <laughs> but, um, she's incredibly smart. And, uh, yeah, I I haven't had like any of the problems that most dog owner or dog owners go through, you know, with the the chewing of the furniture and all that kind of stuff. And oh, I mean, you've been where, you've been where really on top of it. To Say again. You've been really on top of it. Actually, it was more so her. She never bit on furniture or anything like really? that. Really. Like, yeah, like, like as she was teething, she never bit on the couch. At what time? Like, what? What month did she teeth? Uh, 
like, how many months in did she start teething? She, well, she just lost all of her baby teeth, uh, I think. Well, because they start teething, I think, at about 12 to 14 weeks. Okay. So I was I was fully prepared for her to... What did you do for for the prepare? Like, the, uh, the pre- prepare, sorry. It's the, it's the peas. It's, uh, you have to, like, really understand how to train them not to do that stuff. So I was fully prepared to, like, um, because I definitely believe in positive reinforcement when it comes to teaching animals and people. (laughs) So it was more, it was all, like, uh, good distractions and great chewing toys, um, that, uh, that are definitely awesome for dogs. So, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. What show did you watch as a kid? What show did I watch as a kid? Yeah, what shows did you watch? Oh, fuck, I don't, I have no idea. Um, I guess I watched a lot of Bob Ross, Steve Irwin, and, um, oh. There it is. Mr. Rogers. Yep, there it is. Yeah. That's exactly, that's the three exact ones that I grew up on. Like that's okay. exact. That's the exact same TV. <laughs> was so Bob I? Ross, obviously. Oh, Bob it, Ross is be kind to yourself. Steve Irwin is be kind to animals. Yep. And uh, Mr. Rogers is be kind to others. Exactly. Yeah. It's like the three, three, you know, trifecta. Trifecta. And uh, off air, I'll uh, I'll voice an opinion that I that I want to keep close to my heart. And, uh, Hell yeah. I I think you'll I think you'll find it kind of uh, interesting. Absolutely. Yeah. So. Yeah. so um, she's been she's been amazing for me, and I think I'm doing the best for her. I'm sorry, I'm like staring at her right well, now. Well, yeah, obviously. She what? just woke up from her. She just woke up from her nap, so she's just like, "What up? Um, what up, man? Anyways. How'd you go? <laughs> How you doing, Dad? How you doing? Can, can I have some treats, <laughs> please? She's been off treats. Really? Um, yeah. So uh, obviously, when you start training, you you want to have food and treats and, and all that. There, I've weaned her off. To, to now it's just like physical contact uh, to let her know and that she's uh, she's done a good job. And like that usually takes a long time to instill on a on a, on a dog. Yeah. Um, but she she took to it uh, fairly quickly. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So uh, being as uh, we're getting close to the hour mark. Um, I know you really wanted to speak about this day. Um, that was that was like I didn't I didn't want to you know flip flip the floor so quickly, but I mean I really want to get back to it because I want to hear you speak more now. It's like I've I've kind of done like a little jibber jabber kind of too much over over speaking. I feel like I've overspoken. Um, but I really want to hear you speak um, about sure. the experiences of, I believe it was two years ago? It was just last year. Just last year. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Memory's bad. Um, oh, well, okay. short, short-term short memory's bad. Long-term memory's <laughs> like gold. Uh, like, it's, it's stamped in there. It's like, it's like printed. It's like the old, like, Liberty Press. It's like, whoosh, done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
I, I have about an hour before I gotta get uh, get back in, into what I was doing. Yep. But uh, yeah, um, I don't know. What 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 do you uh, like? Um, let me let me let me kind of give you a platform on uh, on which to go on. Um, so obviously we 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 have connections outside of you know um, speaking terms. Uh, we do message each other quite a bit, and uh, over the stories that you have recently posted, um, it showed you in a lineup of um, what looked right. to be um, l ladies and gentlemen um, of, right. you know... Yeah, so a all, year ago today... Yeah, like, um, yeah. Just, to, just to speak a little bit more... Um, Sure. Like, it's just a lineup of people going on to a plane. And it's like yep. this big, massive plane. I really want to uh, paint a picture for the audience. There's um, only a DC-30. Like, it's... Okay. DCs are... DC-30s are massive. I don't care what the heck you're... Like, they're massive. Especially from your angle. Fair enough. <laughs> And I'm still appreciating the size of the thing. Um, yeah. Like DC DC thirties are like a pretty pretty decent plane. Um, yeah, they're. But it's just that lineup of people going onto that plane. It's yeah. like I just started watching um, World War Two in color. Yeah, just to kind of, you know, go back. And it's like to watch the each and individual person, you know, do the same thing. It's like, what what were what were your thoughts? What were your feelings? What were what was the smells? What were, like, well, how did you feel? Like, really take us into an in-depth description and, you know, kind of yeah. set out set out kind of like a storyline of, you know, sure. that whole adventure. Yeah, um. So a year ago today, we were getting on the flight to, to go overseas, and uh, yeah, uh, I, I was deployed in Latvia for about six months, and uh, yeah, it was on the 26th of January 2020 is when we left, so before the pandemic hit, and uh, I'm trying to decide where to start because our day started real early <laughs> well i mean like um you you so, spoke off air to me on your feelings of that morning it was like um yeah, you were really uh, wary you were like kind of um you know you were kind of sleep deprived kind of it's like oh, kind of speak bit, about that. that that was um i, I guess the painted picture here so we woke up at around like i don't know it was something stupid like four or five o'clock yeah to, to get all of our stuff done uh, the, the the post that i sent you uh, that was when we were at the edmonton airport yeah so we woke up we got all of our stuff onto onto the trucks uh and we were we were living on uh, on the base at that point got all our stuff on the trucks and then we like drove out to the edmonton airport and yeah. uh um we were waiting there for forever, actually. Uh, really? Our flight was three hours delayed. Yeah. So, and we were in a different section uh, apart from the airport uh, because we weren't at all where, like, 
probably be in, in the terminal. We were in a different section. It was a smaller building. I think that's where private flights fly off. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> but yeah, we were just waiting there for three three hours for this jet to come from Trenton. And we had all said our goodbyes to our families about three days prior uh, because uh, I'm from Calgary. Oh, yeah. So, so in that time, we were all just like hanging out and just sleeping or whatever. And I remember there were TVs in the waiting room and we saw that Kobe Bryant had died from that helicopter crash. And we were like, oh, shit, like, Kobe Bryant is dead. What the fuck? Like, we were all, like, we didn't even think about that, the fact that we were going overseas. We were just like, yo, what the fuck? Kobe Bryant just died. <laughs> so, shit. So, That's yeah, big so, news it, to be set off from. It, it was pretty funny because we were just like, yo, that's a bad omen. <laughs> 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 like, <laughs> like, obviously wasn't but uh we we're like oh man like that really really sucks and we're all like just poking fun at each other and stuff like that uh, and i remember like I, I called i called my dad um a few times um i, I called uh yeah i called uh, i called a lot of people i think about it because we had just so much time on our hands and you can only talk about so much when you're just waiting for a flight right yeah so we're just while walking around, and watching the news, doing whatever, and then the flight finally comes in, and we're like, okay, cool. And uh, we had to load our own baggage onto the plane. <laughs> so uh, they brought out those giant-ass bins where they put baggage in, and they have to weigh them. So we, we were like tossing all of our stuff in nice and proper into these bins and finally got everything all sorted out. The weight was all right. We, <laughs> you okay there? <laughs> oh, there you are. Um, I'm just flipping the camera, sorry. Oh, all good. So yeah, we were, uh, in my mind, there was just, there wasn't any like real anxiety or anything. There, there wasn't any like, oh shit, I'm about to like, go overseas or whatever it yeah. was like it was like i was gonna go on another flight and i think that speaks to me more or that doesn't really like speak to everybody that was there i think for me i'm so well versed in traveling to begin with because i've traveled almost everywhere around around the world that like being on a plane or going on a plane and stuff like that it's it was like nothing for me it was like almost like kind of for me it was oh, like okay like okay i can't let you fucking slip that slip that in and not not explain where you've been like <laughs> like where have you been in the world sure like um, listed off um sure. top like younger, let's say like, let's say top top five top ten choose I don't have a, a top five or a top ten because I think everywhere I go, I, I learn something new, right? Oh, okay. So, um, when I was a kid, my parents loved to travel. It was one of their dreams that they wanted to, to do. And uh, we we went everywhere. We flew around in the... We flew, we flew around the States quite often. Uh down to Georgia, Florida, LA, uh, 
New York, all that jazz. We also, outside of North America, um, I've been to the UK, France, uh, South Korea, Japan, Philippines, and um, that's all I can remember off the top of my head. But like we traveled everywhere within. Uh, oh, that's it, eh? Oh, that's just it. Just you know, a couple of countries and you know, a couple of continents. It's it's fine, whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, it it was it was a great experience to to have that as a kid. So that when it came to the fact that I was I was gonna go somewhere, and I was going to, um, you know, be away from my family for an extended period of time, I had already experienced that. Um, <clears throat> I'd already experienced that, so for me, it really wasn't a big thing. I know for like, the other people that were there with me, um, specifically, there's this one guy that was there, and he had never traveled outside the country until, until today. He probably felt something a lot different than uh, than what was going on with me. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <ow. laughs> Sorry, just taking care of, uh, of, of puppy for a sec here. <laughs> All right. Yep. Good girl. <laughs> so yeah, we we loaded up all of our stuff onto the plane, and it it took a little bit longer for us to actually get on the on the plane after that. So the reason being is because the plane also has to refuel. And uh, was it a, what is it? One of those uh, mid-air refuels? No, uh, so oh. it's it's a DC thirty. So it, it was a civilian aircraft that was just you know painted with the Air Force colors. And, well, and yeah, but off, I mean, like some of them do have that fuel extension in the front for long distances. Yeah, yeah this one doesn't. Uh, because obviously it's it's a civilian aircraft that was just painted a different color. So um, no, uh, we waited on the ground for this thing to refuel, and that took another like two or three hours to do. Uh -oh. <laughs> and we're all just like waiting there, just waiting for this this thing to roll down finally. And uh, I think the the post that I sent you was us like in line. Yeah. Like yeah, you're you're on. You got your you got your packs on. Everybody's you know, you know, stepping forward, stepping forward. Everybody's you know in that in that I got a job to do mentality. Like you can you can you can see it in the air. You can see the tension. You can see you can almost cut it with a knife. It's like see, like that that might be the perspective of it, but uh, for me. It really wasn't like that. Really? Uh, it wasn't like, oh, we're about to do a job. Yeah. Was, like, I'm about to like hop on a plane and go to a different country and do and do some things. Yeah. That's, well, I that's mean, what I it, like, really was. Yeah. Well, I mean, you you've also you've also traveled quite a bit. Like, oh, I am I am hella jealous that you've been <laughs> to Japan. Ah. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know how much I want to go to Japan right now. Like, just go there and just be there. Just to step to the edge 
of the Forbidden Forest and just to peer in. Like, just to look in it, it's just green. Green beyond your eye can see. And it's just, I want I want to go there. Absolutely. Like, it's just, all you see is green. And it's gorgeous. I absolutely love it. It just brings me yeah. joy to see green. Like... <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm gonna I'm gonna steal it away from you for a second. Like when when the love of my life and I go on drives, and I see, um, you know, fields of green. You know, fields of grass, fields of wildflowers, you know, that, that nice wild grass that, you know, flows in the wind. Yeah. That, that's what I miss seeing is that, that nice flow of the wind because I remember moving. All my life I've, I've been moving up and moving. My, my whole life has been lived out of a cardboard box. And that's, that's just how my life was. So like, it's nothing simple. Or, nothing simple. Like, it's nothing exotic. Like, yeah. I lived a pretty shit life. I'm, I'm not gonna fucking, you know, blow smoke up anybody's ass. Like, I'm not gonna brown nose you. I'm not gonna fucking, you know, beat around the bush. It's, I'm gonna give it to you straight. And that's just me as a person. I'm, I'm just being the giver of truth like when i see something wrong i have to say something about it when i when i see something of interest or a point of interest or you know a point that i want to get across and kind of snip in the butt right away i interject and people don't like me interjecting into into your know your conversation and it's just like you know that's how conversations work is you kind of interject your opinion it's like hey uh you know like you interject your opinions on you know other conversations but i mean it's also going back to you know teaching it's like you have to have that mentality of Sometimes they just don't want to hear your shit. Yeah. Like, they just... Yeah. Like, to look into the Forbidden Forest and just to see it on Netflix and to, to not only feel like I've been there. Like, there was an episode of... The, the name of the show escapes me. Um, but... I, I watched this show, and the the guy was going through, you know, different countries, different, um, it was, it was a newer show, and, you know, I think it was a little bit too progressive for the time, and, you know, it was a different opinion that nobody liked. Um... And 
I really enjoyed this show. I don't know where I think it got taken down. To be honest, it's uh, it's kind of it's kind of sad because I got to see the 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 whole the whole vastness. It's just it's nothing like you've ever seen before. Like to like to sit on my couch and have like a sixty-five inch screen TV that I've you know worked for you know diligently for the past you know five years in the repair industry. It's just oh, I lost my thought. Yeah. In it's uh in person it's you can't you can't get that connection, but I really got that connection over over video like but to to see you and to see how emotional you got about thinking about the Japanese forest was actually really inspirational to me just to slip that in there. Humans would. It's like single file. Uh, and my best friend uh, sat 
sat next to me uh, as we took off. Uh, sorry, that was work. Yeah, no worries. I, I, have to, I have to reply to this. Sorry, one second. No worries, bro. A little, uh, little mindfulness break. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm definitely taking time off work. Oh, well, yeah. Because I, I do enjoy these. Well, I mean, I'm, I meant the podcast. Like, it's just a mindfulness break. <sighs> Drink your water, you know. You're about hour sixteen in. It's it's gonna be a decent one. It's gonna be a decent one. I mean, hour thirty is hour thirty is usually the you know cutoff point. Hell yeah! All right, back into it. So my best friend sits next to me. We're all in the back of the plane. We're all just like hanging out. Like, yeah. The ship and whatever. And we took off. And my buddy was like. He's so excited. He's like, oh, like he's French. So he goes, oh, we're gonna go. We're gonna do this. And I was like, hell yeah, man. We got this. We are good to go. And then I passed out for the rest of the flight. <laughs> so we we flew to Trenton to pick up uh, the artillery guys out there. Yeah. Because they had flown from Edmonton to Trenton. And we were picking them up. So we picked them up, lost my seat, or didn't lose my seat, but lost my comfort once I had slid out. But I sat to one of my really, really good friends that I that I've known for a while out there. And uh, yeah, we we shot the shit for for some time. I remember taking a photo of uh, the wing of the aircraft as as we were in the air over over the Atlantic Ocean, and it was absolutely beautiful, because um, you could see the curvature of the Earth and how the reds and oranges and blues of the sky and the ocean played with each other. Yes. It was absolutely, absolutely, absolutely gorgeous. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> and surprisingly enough, the food was actually really good, too, because the Air Force apparently gets all the good food. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it, isn't uh, it, is, do you still get that package stuff? What, like the IREs or whatever? Yeah, IMPs. Uh, IMPs yeah, or whatever? So that, that's, uh, those are rations. Those are actually, they taste great, in my opinion. Rations? Oh, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, yeah. I would, I would pick them up at a, at a surplus store if I, if I knew they carried them. Hours, oh my Trenton. god! Yeah. So, so Trenton, though, uh, I guess I guess you can't say landing point. Well, I already said it. So, oh, okay. Yeah. So we left Trenton and we flew for 13 hours. And I was asleep for most of that time. <laughs> so I can't really tell you how I was feeling, but I was just like passed yeah. out as, as passed out as you can be on the plane. Oh yeah, you're like in a sleepy daze. I used to sleep on yeah. planes as a kid. Yeah, you hear that white noise, and it's just like, it's like, okay, I'm done. Exactly. I, I just had my headphones on, so I was just like, oh, 
think I was playing music for a while, but obviously this is like an old ass DC thirty that was built in the sixties. Oh yeah. <laughs> Creaks and cracks. Yeah, there there weren't any plugins, so I was just like, oh, I gotta save, I gotta save my my uh, my phone battery, and uh, and uh, I just like threw uh, earplugs in and passed out for that flight. And we landed in in Riga, the capital of Latvia. Yeah. Um, the next day, so on the twenty seventh. Yeah. And Man, that's really cool yeah. that you landed in. Latvia on my girlfriend's birthday. Hell yeah. Man, I'm so, gonna t- I'm gonna tell her that. <laughs> hell yeah. I'm sorry if anybody can hear squeaking. That's uh, that's my puppy. She's just uh, she finally woke up. <laughs> and she's she's just like chewing on her toys and whatnot. So she's just being a sweetheart. Well, obviously. Um, but yeah, like I I for me like. Uh, just flying over there, just just to stick onto this one day. Flying over there, did, I really did not feel like I was like, oh, I'm about to deploy or anything like that. Um, it was just another day for me. Uh, there was nothing special. There was just uh, um, there was no fanfare or anything like that. Yeah. It, it was like we're hopping on a plane and, and just going somewhere. The only difference is now I'm just wearing green. <laughs> so, yeah, you're green yeah, penguins. So yeah, that that was that, and and uh, it was a good time. Uh, I, I miss it, and uh, everybody on on uh, our work chat is just like reminiscing about it right now. Which is yeah. Cool to, to see. So yeah. <laughs> Do you want to? Uh... Do you want to share some of the opinions about that that day? About that day? Uh, what do you mean by Like, of, what are your buddies saying? Oh, my buddies and I, we were all just, like, shooting the shit. We weren't even talking about, like, going overseas. Yeah. Like, well, we you said today, well, you said you were reminiscing today, right? Oh, yeah, we're all reminiscing today. Yeah, so, uh, what, the, so I, what are they saying? Yeah, so everyone is just like, yeah, man, like, we... It was today, last year, that we were about to go overseas, and everyone's, like, sending their photos of yeah. the airplane and stuff like that. Um, <laughs> we, like, my, my best friend, uh, he, he sent me a text earlier, and he's just like, oh, last year we were going, and I was like, hell yeah, bro, we were. <laughs> and I miss it. I, I, I miss it every day. Yeah. I, I, I love how you did the I, I love how you did the accent. <laughs> oh, I, I have to like <laughs> he is. I, I probably play up his French accent way too much. Well, he, I mean, he actually doesn't have a heavy accent, but. But I mean, the French accent is, is is a little bit easier to play with because you could just go. Ho, 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 and yeah. that's it. So yeah, we're we're all just talking about it and reminiscing and just being like, yeah, man, like went out and did that and today was the day that uh, that we left last year um, at the time though we were all just like yo Kobe Bryant's dead <laughs> <laughs> and that's all we, that's all everybody talked about even uh, when we picked up the guys that were from Manitoba and Trenton uh, you we all have friends like uh, everywhere because yeah. the army is a really is, is a pretty small community and 
when we got there, we were like, you know, saying hi to our friends or hugging our, hugging our buddies and shit like that. And then the first thing that comes out of like any of our mouths, we were like, hey, did you hear that Kobe's dead? And that was it. Yeah. There's no, there's no real sense that we were going anywhere. Yeah. I'm so sorry for, uh, for my puppies. Don't <laughs> worry about it, brother. Don't worry about it. So, so that's do you what, uh, do you want to do you want to uh, do you want to speak about Kobe Bryant? Do you feel comfortable speaking about Kobe Bryant? Like what did what I did? Don't, you, I don't have much to say about that. You so. don't have much to okay. I I didn't yeah, know if you I, like I, had I a personal like I didn't know if you had a personal connection or whatever. I didn't know I if you like watched that. or you know you you grew up watching him or whatever. I I was trying to play play the play the word jujitsu and try and see if I could pick your pick your brain without you noticing. Yeah, that's 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 how I that's kind of how I felt. Like I've 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 watched basketball on and off. Like basketball yeah. has been one of those sports where I'm like, yeah, I'm really good at it, and no, I'm not really good at it. Like there's some people that are like ten times better than me. I'm just a I'm just a you know big tall guy that thinks he can cross over people. Like. <laughs> And it doesn't it doesn't help my appearance. <laughs> I, I I I I know I'm trash. Just just I just want to dribble the ball and shoot the ball. That's it. That, that's that's all I want to do. Let me shoot the three and that's it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I could also be a really good guard too. Rocky, Rocky three? No, that's wrong. Was it Rocky three? I I don't know what you're. Yeah, Rocky three. When Rocky fights in like the USSR. Yeah. Or whatever. Uh, so kind of like that, obviously, like with a little bit more color. So, um, but like, to, like you know how everything is is grayscaled when it comes to like depicting like Russia or or the USSR. Yeah. It it was like that. And the reason why was because it was overcast and there was a lot of fog. 
Yeah. So obviously everything looks great when it's that, but we landed there and we started going like going on this bus. And I looked, I looked outside the bus and I thought to myself, I was like, "Oh, it's real now!" Like I had been training for two years at this point to to do this, and now I'm here. Now I'm here on uh, about to to go on this adventure um and it was amazing like i i just stared outside outside the bus window the entire trip just wanting to really take in everything and the thing that i really noticed as we were driving through riga and and through uh through the country was uh the different architect architecture that was there Mm-hmm. Uh, because it represented the history of that country so well. Yeah. Like you, you would see these old European village type houses and buildings. Yeah. Right next to very Soviet era, like blocked, brutalist uh, architecture. Interesting. And then right next to that was modern. Uh, modern European architecture with like the glass and all that. Yeah. So it was very interesting to see how contrasting all of that architecture was, but also to know the history of why everything looks like this. It looked like that because obviously Latvia is part of the Baltic States and was part of the USSR for for, for quite some time. So, excuse me. So I wrote that down on my journal too. That I was like, "This is what what it's like. This is um, what what I was uh, what I was experiencing." I'll actually I'll pop open my journal right now to to see what I wrote. <laughs> it's probably something super cringy. <laughs> well, I mean, you can you can you can pull like little bits of it. You don't have to read the full. Thing. Yeah. I, I, I won't read it verbatim, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, here we go. So yeah, it starts out like we've arrived after two years of constant training and all the hard work we've done. Uh, it's finally brought us here, and Latvia is a strange and beautiful country. The architecture is a strange of of mixed eras in history, which perfectly encaps- encapsulates. Uh, it's history. Um, I f- it says here, <laughs> I feel accomplished. However, I know that there will be many hardworking days ahead of us. And I hope once these days come that I'll be able to perform as I've done before and do everything to the best of my ability. And yeah, that's that's definitely how, how I feel about it now as well. Uh, looking back was like, I... I was working so hard to, to get to that point, uh, past a, a bunch of adversities, especially dealing uh, with my mental health at the time. And, uh, I, it, it was, it was a, a sense of accomplishment, but also knowing that, uh, there was so much to be done and, and then we did it. And yeah, <laughs> I feel very accomplished about what we did and how we achieved that. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, so yeah, that's that's my take on on what today means. 
Man, that's that's a that's a bit. <laughs> like that's a that's a that's a heavy pill to that's a heavy pill to ingest. Yeah, uh, for me, I don't think it was necessarily like a heavy pill to ingest. I think it was just like a sense of accomplishment, but knowing that there was so much to be done still. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. I I think that's that that also speaks to your character. It's also um, you never you never really took took any breaks. You always you always you know you always had something something in your mind that you wanted to achieve, and exactly, um, and that's the person I know you are uh, that's the person i i personally know you are like yeah. just because you know it's it's 2021 and you know our our first meeting day was actually like a a proper you know we established that professional you are you are my subordinate i am your higher up and you yeah. will come to me and then throughout that summer i was going through a lot personally um yeah. i had you know immaturity t- took over and you know I went after something that I really shouldn't have. I went down a path that, you know, even you said, I don't think you should do this. Yeah. You even told me that I shouldn't do it. And I should have listened to you that day. I should have listened to you that day because if I would have listened to you that day, I wouldn't have gotten broken up with by text. And we were talking, like, getting, you know, potentially serious. She was, like, mentioning a, a, an apartment but not really looking. It's like, I don't yeah. I don't know what is going on. It was really, it was really confusing. Um, yeah. And it's, it was just a, it was a huge mental battle. Like, I, I just didn't understand what was going on. I didn't know if it was me. I didn't know if it was her. She wouldn't say anything. It was like there was com- there was no communication, and that's when I kind of just just went. That's that's it. I'm a lone wolf, and I stayed a lone wolf for like two years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember that. But I mean, uh, to uh, wrap this all up. Well, at least to say goodbye to my guest, because um, he has to leave for, you know, work purposes. Um, it was really, it was really great having you on. Um, oh, it's great being here. <laughs> to speak to you is absolutely amazing. Um, I'm going to take a little bit of time and actually uh, try and stay on topic. Um, I, I, I understand what you were trying to say earlier, uh, off air. I, I personally love that you, you even voiced your opinion to even voice your opinion means something to me. It's a hard thing to do. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, um, I wasn't trying to be abrasive. I wasn't trying to come off too, but 
you know, it's kind of like a, it's, it's those, it's a, the stronger shape is a triangle. But I mean, the strongest shape is a circle. So having that interconnection with people and having that inner triangle of people that you can fall back on and really speak to personally is amazing. And I love that you're one of those people that I can fall back on. And you're really a professional and, you know, proper mindset. Like you're always, you know, professional. Like you always... You, you hold yourself to the highest standard and I love it. And it's just, that was, that's what cadets instilled on us is, was to hold ourselves to the highest standard. And I see it and, and you live it and I absolutely use you as inspiration and thank you for being on. Oh, well, thank you for having me and uh, we'll definitely, we'll definitely do this up again. This is a lot of fun and I quite enjoy this. Well, obviously. <laughs> Take something away from this. Uh, like I'm not saying that I'm the hottest shit on the block, obviously. Yeah, n- neither am I. Like I think, uh, I, think I, I, I think all I think uh, that's that's been repeated through all of my guests. Yeah. My myself included. Like that. The second episode was a scripted, written piece that was you know a little jarring, but I mean that was that's what the writer wanted. That's that's. The journey he chose was a jarring one, and that's, you know, sometimes you need to take the jarring jarring roads to understand the person that's behind the mic. And then it's just, you know, using other people as, you know, resources. So I appreciate you, and I appreciate your opinion, and I appreciate you being on. Peace out, brother. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Have a good day. All right. Now that I have you, oh, welcome. Welcome to my mind. I can't wait to speak. I've been sitting down. I might need to pause the recording, but oh, let me stand up for a little bit. Ooh, let's uh, stretch a little bit. Oh. kicks. I can't, I can't thank him enough. It's, it's amazing his philosophy. It's amazing his, you know, experiences. It's, it's, uh, it's amazing to, uh, experience on the on the side it's it's living vicariously through another person's eyes and i love to do that um the fact that he was in japan the fact that he got to see the forest i'm highly highly you know jealous i want to see it uh i'll get there one day um that's a goal of mine but i mean Episode four was, you know, supposed to be <laughs> a, 
I, I, I thought about opinions um, and decisions. Um, that's what it's. That's what episode was supposed to be. Um, but I mean, he reached out to me, and uh, I couldn't say no. I I use him as a constant resource. I use him as a you know a guidance. He's uh, Jesus that man. Sometimes that radiator, Jesus. Scares the shit out of me. Um, I use him as a constant resource. He's, you know, a guiding. He's a guiding light. He's a. He's just something I use to help. Um, when I when I feel a little bit down, when I feel, you know. I'm not myself, and I know I'm not myself. It's kind of like I reach out to him and see if he's, you know, gonna gonna be, you know, free enough to uh, message back. And usually, with it, like, obviously understanding what he does and you know who he is and how he is is uh, he's very professional. I love his professionalism. He's very, you know, I have a relationship with you. You have a relationship with me. There's no, there's no second guessing it. It's just you're my friend, and that's it. It's like I'll do, I'll do things for you, and you'll do things for me, and that's amazing. I can't wait to, uh, you know, have a conversation about, you know, where we've been, how we, how we've been. Have a genuine conversation. And this, the decision to make this podcast was really. A big one for me. Um, I had to push myself personally to even, you know, make the the artistry. I made the artistry. I uh, I did the graphics. Um, it's it's really. Uh, <laughs> I did it at the beginning of COVID. Um, or the coronavirus, if you want to call it that. Um, that's what it was originally called. Um, but now, obviously, it's renamed to COVID-19. Um, obviously, we're still in the pandemic. Um, but there will be better days, obviously. Um, the decision to make this podcast was to try and have people on that you know, I have a genuine connection with. I'm trying to get the love of my life to at least listen to the podcast. She gets... She gets distracted easily. And I understand that. And, you know, over the three years we've been together... Oh, fuck, it feels like more. It's it's amazing. It's amazing the journey. It's amazing the journey that we've both been through. It's both it's both you know intertwining dragons that have you know kind of harm harmoniously you know started flying together. 
it's it's kind of you know it's kind of gorgeous um, she's my other half she's my ying to my yang she's uh, she's my guiding light I can't uh, I can't take anything away from her um, you know my decisions in the past have in inflicted you know pain on both of our parts um, and you know we've both had our ways of dealing with it and uh, I look back and I I feel you know like I could have done better but I mean that's that's what you do when uh, when you when you fuck up you fuck up you own your fucking shit um, I know how to fucking own my shit um, a lot of people don't know how to own their fucking shit um, sometimes you know they force their shit on on me when I don't even fucking want it um, you know sometimes you know you have to understand that there's just there's a there's there's different people there's difference in opinion we're all different like I can sit here and you know spout off the the things I write and the things I read and you know the sites I visit and the you know resources I use but I mean what's your life experience tell me your life experience what life experiences do you have for me, growing up, I had a whole bunch of great life experiences. To speak positively on my childhood now, because I know there's been, you know, negativity thrown on the past couple of sections. So let me take the next 15 minutes and, you know, speak personally on, you know, positively that was back in my life. Um... I appreciate everybody that, you know, came into my life and exited my life. There was a lot of faces that came and gone. Come and gone, come and gone. Yeah. Whatever. Um, they came and they went. That's what I'm getting at. Um, there's a lot of faces that I remember that I probably shouldn't remember, but I do. <coughs> Sorry. Um, clearing my throat. Water, everybody, water. <sighs> All right. Oh, water. Good. I had a lot of amazing teachers growing up. Um, and I had a lot of, you know, not amazing teachers. As a kid growing up, I was I was a really angry kid. Um, I didn't like anybody. I didn't like to talk. I didn't like to uh, voice my opinion because it was always, you know, the opposite fucking opinion than everybody else. Um, I don't know where that stems from. I guess probably the uh, bullying. Probably. Um, that's that's what I lived. That's what I lived through. That's what I did. Um, 
many years of it. But I mean, that's the, that's the stuff I worked through and then, you know, got over. I've already, I'm already over it. Like, yeah, bad shit has happened to me, but I mean, you get over it. There's another day. There's tomorrow. There's the next day. There's next month. Like, everybody's so focused day to day because everybody's, you know, wondering, oh, what's going to be posted today? Oh, what's going to be, you know, the new fad today? What's going to be the new technology? What's going to be the newest thing? Like, we're so wrapped up in what will be the newest, bestest thing? Like, what can I get my hands on first so then I can advertise it first so then I can be, you know, the next spokesperson of this brand? And that's what the, this life has turned into now. Like, throughout COVID, is just a lot of people are going for different type of jobs. And it's just, you got to understand what the job entails. If you, if you want to be a security guard, let's, for an example, example you actually have to be alert for example today i went to my local store walked into the store with my gloves took my gloves off put them in my pockets put the hand sanitizer in my hand sanitized my hands clean i Duck my hands behind my back, like I usually do now. I'm continuing to walk through the aisles. Now I notice a man, and he's a little bit older. Well, I've noticed this man quite a number of times on the streets passing by. Well, I know this man is a little bit unfortunate, I'll say. So he was grabbing two packages off of the shelf. Now, I looked down the aisle, and there was a worker who had, you know, a huge stack of boxes in front of her, blocking her peripheral vision. Well, obviously you got to stock your shelves. And sometimes when you get a big, huge shipment, you got to stock your shelves fast. And that's what she was doing. Well... This man took advantage of that situation and grabbed the, the packages and tried to walk by me and show me the packages in front like he was going to go buy them because he was walking towards the till. Well, I look behind me like I always do passing by somebody now and he slipped the packages into his pocket. Knowing that's something wrong, knowing I have to say something, I proceed to follow the gentleman. Well, the gentleman had, you know, quickened his pace and has walked to the front door. Well, I looked at the cashier and I looked at the man and I looked back at the cashier. And then I looked back at the man and she understood that he had something and she tried to stop him, and he just, in a daze, 
continued walking. And she said, well, now you can't come back. And that's all she could do. That's just the unfortunate situation. The security guard was just not in the right place at the right time. I was, and I did something about the situation. I, I voiced my opinion without even using words. I just looked at the cashier, looked at the man, looked at the cashier, and she knew that something was wrong. So then I nodded at the cashier and continued to shop. And that's just who I am. That's That's just me. I can't I can't, you know, change myself. I have to do the right thing. And doing the right thing is sometimes not the easiest thing. And you know, sometimes not the easiest thing is speaking out. And speaking out is the hardest thing because you get abrasiveness whenever you speak out. And it's it sucks because we say freedom of speech and we say, you know, bill of like whatever like the politics of it like we say like yeah you can have a word but you can't say whatever you want like wh who says we can't say it like you can speak however you want to speak you can be whoever you want to be if you want to be you know a, a a guitar person like pick up a guitar and play the guitar like just strum the strings like that's it just do it like, Shia LaBeouf, like, he freaked out years ago saying, just do it. Well, that's what he did as a kid was just did it. He just did his work. And then everybody made fun of him, and then he went into a huge depression about it. Like, congratulations, world, you destroyed a fucking star. That's why I don't want to be a celebrity. That's why I don't want celebrity status. I just want to be the piece of shit that you just say, hey, how's it going? Every now and then, and just, you know, stop by, see how I'm doing, and then he's like, oh, he's still funny. Hey, funny guy. Hey. That's all I want to be is just a funny guy. And I, and I pull my inspiration from a lot of comedians nowadays. Like, the comedians nowadays are just... They're so open. They're so, they're just, there's a freedom on stage. I love it. It's just, I want to experience that freedom. I want to experience that freedom of, you know, controlling a crowd that, you know, you pull them through a journey, through, through the whole thing, not just, you know, certain parts. It's not about the, you know, details of the story. It's not about the words the author selects. It's about the intent of the book. What was your what was your thought about the book? What did you think? And you know, genuine opinion is a miss these days, and that's what I miss. Is you know, people that express genuine opinions. And uh this part was really a great part, um, both on 
Kick's side and my side. Um, I said a lot. I mean a lot. Um, I just want to be a good guy. I just want to be seen as a good guy. Hell, I just... I just got my girlfriend a birthday present that she'll see when she gets here. And, uh... You know, my cat food. And that's all I bought. And, you know... Yeah, my stomach growls every now and then, but... I eat as much as I can. As much as I can, you know, afford. And, you know, sometimes you can't afford to, you know, waste time. And time is of the essence sometimes. And uh, time is a value. Time is a gift. Time is a blessing. I love time. I love studying time. I love studying, you know, the people of time. You know, I'll leave it off on that point, actually. Maybe that will be episode five. Time. And, uh, maybe I need some. Have a good night.